So free, I've been released. I never thought I had these feelings. I never thought that you would wanna know the real me. You left today and they just fuck around and kill me. When we old and gray, I pray it's still me. I love this building, but it's got no ceilings. Good afternoon, welcome back to PFPR, this is your host Phil Foe. Before we start off, I've got uh, an announcement to make tomorrow uh, it, with VCW, VCU's WVCW radio station, we're hosting Vinylthon tomorrow. It's 24 hours straight, just coming in here, we're playing records, I'm on tomorrow I believe it's at six. I'm gonna double check that. I'm gonna bring some records through. Come check us out. It's gonna be fun. Got a lot of cool stuff to play. I've got a special record uh, by The Alchemist, signed record. I think I'm gonna play it tomorrow uh, on air. But that is that, that is tomorrow. Today, I'm here in the studio with Mr. Rudy Walker. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? Doing good. Been a, it's, it's been a short week. Yeah, I think. What, what do you think? How's I feel like been? I feel like every week is a short week. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I feel like we start out on Monday, and before I know it, we're back at Monday again. But I mean, it's a gift and a curse to that. It is. You know? It is. Um, this week's just just flown for me. Mm-hmm. What uh, this is this might be a dumb question. You got you have a favorite day of the week? Hey. I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that. If you would have asked me that a year and a half ago, I would have said Friday because I was living for the weekend. But I don't do that anymore. I make the most of every single day and I'm doing what I love in totality. Like everything I love doing, I'm doing it. It's a good way to be. What What are you What are you doing right now that you love? Uh, what am I not doing? Spending time with my family, you know, my friends, my loved ones, my partner, my creative uh, colleagues and friends. Spending time with my music, my creativity. I'm spending time creating amazing programs for professionals, managing those programs, creating content. I'm growing personally and professionally. Yeah, so every single day. When you say creating programs, what kind of program? Good question. Um, So leadership programs, like leadership development programs. uh, Two programs that I've launched over the last year uh, for a company that I'm working with for, um, yeah, uh, I don't want to give too much proprietary information out, but launching those programs and essentially strategically aligning with that organization's goals and trying to help them meet those goals through development programs, leadership development programs, which the last couple of weeks I've been refining that term to leadership development journeys because leadership development isn't a program, it's a journey. It is a journey. Yeah. That's, that's a good way of looking at it. Do you think uh, do you think people have to be natural born leaders to become a leader, or is that something you can develop? You can develop it. Is yeah, in fact, no one's born a leader. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's like a, a falsity. Like yeah. every, I mean, if for people when people say someone's born a leader, it's because of the not necessarily, but there's this thing in psychology called socialization, and we start to learn socialization pretty early on, right? So you can become a leader early on through early socialization efforts. You know, it's just human behavior. Interesting. I've always, my personal definition of leadership or like the way I've seen it is, it's really who's who's willing to stand up in like a room of people sitting down. I think that's that's what it, it's meant to me, I think. Um, yeah, that's a component. Yeah. You know, the best leaders are people who uh, listen more than they talk. Um, because they're trying to figure out how to put the puzzles of the pieces together, the pieces of the puzzle together a lot of times. But you do have leaders who are very, like, talkative and do all of the talking. That doesn't necessarily mean that they can't be a good leader because it's not a one-size-fits-all. But in my experience and through my education, leaders, the best leaders listen. They listen, um, they listen compassionately. They listen... Um, with abundance, and they lead with abundance versus scarcity. Interesting. That's a whole. See, I haven't thought. It's a whole team. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. Oh man. Yeah. When you we've we've talked about that before, but when you said programs at first, um, 
I thought you meant like computer stuff. That's what I've been uh, diving into lately. You've been coding? Like, bro, I was up. Uh, Many streets coding? Yeah, look, okay, I, and I've talked about this the last couple episodes, so I was maybe trying to steer away from it, but we'll talk about it. Okay. I've been really into AI right now. You I think, do? Yes, because it is Don't the way started. It is the way forward. Listen. And people are so scared, and oh, there's no reason to be, because for, when I say me, I mean everyone in my position as like an independent artist. Mm. It is, it is the answer for me. Because, like, I, there's so much I want to do, and I'm so limited by the amount of time I have. And the potential capacity issues. Right? And that now yeah. there is, you know, it's what, it's what we thought Siri was, like, mm-hmm. 2011. Siri sucks. Siri sucks. Siri, don't, don't answer. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Siri's, Siri listens at the worst time. Right. Siri listens when you're trying to talk to Google. Or Alexa. Like, sometimes I'll be like, Alexa. Or I'll be like, hey, Google, and then I'll, and some, and Siri, you're a little, like, Jealous. world. Yeah. Uh, she's pretty toxic. Yeah, Siri is toxic. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, I think uh, it, it's it's the way forward. And I've got so many ideas with it. Right now, I, I have to understand some amount of coding. Man, that's, that's like, listen. So I'm not really interested in learning how to code right now. Maybe in the future, just because I think at some point we'll all need to have some base level knowledge of how to code. But I think more importantly, like knowing how to manage the technology is gonna be important for everybody, right? Um, I've been using it. I use it a lot in the programs I develop. I use it a lot in my content creation. I use it in my daily life. I'll give you several examples um, for the leadership development journeys I create. You know, when you're putting together programs like that, you want to provide case studies because it's from like a cognitive standpoint versus like an objectivist standpoint. You want your leaders to think. So you give them case studies and you say, hey, here's a situation. Here's a problem. Here are some of the solutions that the, the project management team or whatever team has worked on. And this is, these were their results. Let's talk about it. You can write prompts in like a chat GPT to help you develop that case study. And it's all about the prompting and then the revision of those prompts. So that's 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 that um, way I've been using it. Another way I've been using it, you know, my sister's 30th birthday is happening next month. Shout out to my sister, I love you, Sierra. And my boy Tone's birthday is today. Shout out to Tone, if you're listening, bro, happy birthday. Um, so Sierra's birthday is on the 30th of, I'm sorry, she'll be 30 on the 12th of May. And I was just trying to generate some ideas for like what we can do in Baltimore, because I've never, I'm from Baltimore never been a tourist in Baltimore. And I wanted to provide that experience for the people that be in our, in our party. So I gave a lot of great ideas, um, was able to kind of go in and just look at those ideas and then formulate my own plan. Um, alongside that and using like Canva, like you can do, yes, AI and Canva too. And then personally, like for my, for my, I'm sorry, for my content development, like just ideas on the types of content to create around certain ideas. like. Love Stuck, my new single that's coming out, a lot of AI has been used in the rolling out of that, and I'm gonna continue to do that. And I wanna talk about the song too, but before we get into that, what do you mean like the AI has been used in the, in like the, in the creation of yeah. the content that you're doing? Yeah, I mean, from, not from, in, not from inception. I mean, obviously, um, I've used, I've created the track, I produced the track, I recorded the track myself, I sent it out to get mixed by my boy Deuce. Shout out to Deuce. Um, and after that, obviously working through cover art. So cover art ideas, yeah. storyboarding ideas for the visuals. Of course, I'm writing the prompt saying, hey, this is what I'm going for, um, but I'll back up. So the cover art, myself, just my picture, the picture of me is AI generated. That was AI generated and I used that and then some other like um, visuals to kind of create the like a collage, if you will, for the cover art. Um, so I used AI for in that way for the cover art and then for storyboarding the idea that I have for the visual, which we haven't started shooting yet, but probably we'll start shooting within the next week or so. Um, I went in and wrote a prompt and was like, hey, I'd like I'm not going to give too much away, but I'd like this type of act as because you want to create the actor act as a creative director or director on a um, video set, music video set and generate ideas for a short film to kind of give it that because i wanted to use actions and love stuck in this visual and set the parameters like i want 
X amount of characters. I want this to be the uh, conflict and I want it to be set in this year and I want it to be in this genre. Literally generated like an entire like list of like shots and scenes for me. Then I went in and did a few revisions. Then I was like, okay, well, I need some inspiration on what costuming should look like. So I was like, act as a costume designer for film, gave him some more information or gave the um, AI prompt some more information and generated a lot. I think I even asked for color grading ideas. Um, I asked, I revised the costume design like multiple times and then started playing around it a little more. Started thinking about every department in a film, right? And kind of writing prompts. And it's just been really cool to think about AI in that way and trying to use it in music as well. Um, a couple months ago, I wrote a song using AI, just the lyrics. I haven't recorded anything, but I was curious and, and, and that was cool. That's, it's funny you say that. Literally the other night, I've been, this past week, I've just been all in on the AI. Mm -hmm. um, what you been doing? I've been just trying to figure out ways to apply it to things. So today I, I had some que I have yeah. questions. Some of my questions I did AI just for fun. Mm -hmm. um, but I was, I've been messing with the AI voice thing. That was the first okay. to figure out. Um, and my friend Eric actually uh, not fell victim to that, but you know he he said some funny things on my Twitter the other day, and he <laughs> responded with him saying some funny things using. Yeah. He, he's oh, you got to tell me what program you're using. Oh yeah, it's um, Eleven Labs. Okay. Do you have to pay for it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was like a dollar. Okay, and it's pretty good. It's, it's it's it was pretty good. You know, I only gave it like a short clip mm -hmm. of him speaking, and it, you know, it's it sounded sort of like. And it's text. Yeah, and it's uh, text prompts. You type in the prompt, um, but you have to upload voice samples. Okay. Um, so that was cool. Um, but the other night, I've been working on a lot of music too. Nothing ready to come out, but just verses everywhere I can. And um, some, you know, some of them need a feature. Right. And I was like, man, let's let's just see it. Like I put um, I put my lyrics in there. Or I was like, I need, give me like a Drake verse. For this. Wow. And um, I don't know. I don't know if I prompted it right. The the lyrics don't line up quite as well with like the timing. But right. that's, I, I was like, you know, I could do that. I could perform it on there and then have Drake do it. Just something like that. But I'm just trying to understand the applications of all these things right now. Because it's the wild, wild west, right? Is And that's, that's a good thing for if you want to go in there and like create anything right now because they're gonna put a ton oh yeah of like and they're just trying to figure out how but right now to be honest they might not i mean like just look at like alcohol for instance like i mean at like post prohibition like yeah a lot has been put in place but there's still a lot that hasn't been um what's the word i'm looking for restricted you, you know like that's another it's another word it's what you do with alcohol not the alcohol itself there's just so many subcategories like you talk about like you know ready to drink beverages or like delivery beverages right now there's a lot of unknowns and like gray areas and you can get away with doing certain things and 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 if someone doesn't tell on you right so like i mean and how long are we past prohibition so yeah wow i'm i'm hopeful that i don't want them to I don't want the powers to be to kind of get too crazy and restrict too much, but I get it. There has to be some governance. Yeah, because the Drake AI will take out Drake. <laughs> Drake, I think Drake made. Did he make a comment about how he felt about? It was, he he just they they posted one of him doing munch, and he's like, "That's enough." But <laughs> <laughs> that that was it. I don't know. I right now you're right. It is the wild wild west, and for that reason, if you want to get involved in working with AI, I think right now is the perfect moment. But there are so many applications it still hasn't come up with yet. And I'll give this idea away because if someone does it before I can, mm. which I wouldn't be that hard to do, I would just be more grateful than any. <laughs> when I edit PFPR episodes, yeah. I not only have to go back and listen to mix the audio a little bit, but in the sense of what we're doing right now, there's two different camera angles. I have to go through and there's a multi-cam editor in Adobe Premiere that makes it easy where I can just click which camera I want as it plays through, but I, that still takes a long time. Right. There could very easily be like an AI plugin that 
look, scans those videos, see which of us is talking, just chooses that camera automatically, saving me so much time. And then I can just go through and find the clips to cut runners. So those kinds of things are the things I'm thinking about right now. It sounds like I, you just need a venture capitalist. Yeah, I, I just, I don't have the fun business plan. Yeah, I don't Which have, you can use ChatGPT to have it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> business plan, that's a whole other thing I've been doing right now, but that, um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to also meet some people in that software engineering area yeah. because I've got so many ideas and I know so little technically, like technical wise, mm -hmm. that it would be faster to work with other people but i mean you know it's it's interesting because like when you think about like building your business or building your brand like you want a team do the cool thing is that ai can become that team because people a lot of people don't want to be on a team and i think it just boils down to like most people they want they want to be this they want to be the star which is fine like tra trauma happens like we grow up in certain social settings socialization happens so out of that, you get people who are just like, I really want to be a star and I don't like it any other way. And so it's difficult for them to be a part of a team and contribute sometimes. So um, AI takes that away. And that's, that's uh, I think that's the point I was trying to get at at first. The, for the independent artist that doesn't have a team, right? There's, it doesn't stop you now. And that's why I feel like, you know, personally, my, I'm mostly a team of one. Right, but, right. And I've ne but I've never moved like that. I've always been able to sort of keep up. But now... It means you're growing. Give me give me two more weeks and it's a wrap for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm very excited. Um, but that's enough about AI. I want to get into this song we've got here, Actions. Okay. And then I'm going to play it and then let's, let's get into it. Okay. Hold my love. Hold it tight, cause you don't know when it could slip away. Contribution, I demand, cause that's the only way I'm gonna stay. Yeah, life with me can be easy. That was actions. That was actions. That's a. It is. That, so tell me, tell me a little bit about that song. How did that one come to be? Man, actions. Um, I'm a completely different man than I was like two years ago, honestly. Like, I'm living in my truth, number one. Number two, I'm with someone that I absolutely love and adore and who loves and adores me. And I'm more confident and secure within my, my manhood and myself than I've ever been before. So it started there and I wanted to create something that symbolized that from a, a love perspective. You know, like when you're involved with someone and you're in a relationship and you're deciding to choose a life partner, it's really important their contribution and some form of reciprocity is at the center of it. Doing the show with Tayshawn and one thing he said the other day was like, it's supposed to be 100, 100, not 50, 50. And, and that's what essentially it's about. Um, and, you know, it starts off, hold my love, hold it tight, because you don't know when it will slip away. And that doesn't mean that it'll slip away because I'm going to leave you or because I'm going to develop feelings for someone else and cheat on you. But I could literally die. I could literally become incapacitated. I could literally not be able to be the person I am right now. So love me and love me right, right now so that when that time comes, if that time comes, then you have no regrets. I mean, and it transcends just love as well. Like, I lost my mom the the night that single came out, was coming out. The single was coming out midnight, lost my mom at six something in the evening. No, oh, thank you, I appreciate it. And um, I couldn't stop but think about her because I held her love, I held it tight. I did everything I could do to help her change her life, right? And for those that don't know, I lost my mom to an accidental fentanyl overdose, so when you translate that to any type of love, like that's where my mind was at. Like just just loving on your person, loving on your people and holding their love tight. There's another line like, you know, respiration. Yes, you can breathe. Sometimes love is so suffocating because of, you know, toxicity in relationships or under that toxicity category, possessiveness and just not love, but possession. And I wanted to kind of in a symbolic and really subtle way speak to that as well 
think that's that's beautiful. Yeah. And it does. That's um I mean that's a deep message there. Yeah, man. <laughs> the, the um and so th- when did this song came out come out? That came out like November? This song came out November fourth. Fourth. November fourth. And obviously my mom dying. I didn't have a ton of drive to push that single. Yeah. Um you know, shout out to the music shop, shout out to Illa, shout out to Center because everybody over there really, especially him, like really helped me down and really tried to push that single as much as they could. But it was difficult for me to to push it, you know. I played it a lot, I listened to it a lot, uh, but I couldn't help but think about my mom as I, so, as I was listening. So a few of my songs started being my, you know, dedications to my mom, you know. Yeah. And so you also have a podcast by the name of the Actions Podcast. Mm-hmm. Are those two tied together? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So in I always wanted to create a podcast in general. I always wanted to have a podcast. I feel like I got a lot to say and I feel like people have a lot to say. So I wanted to create a space to come together with like minded people. But I thought it was really perfect for me to have an, the Actions Podcast because a big part of like my why in life is taking action. Um, so and it just kind of worked all it worked out perfectly. Action single. I like to take action. It's a part of my why, my my, my mission statement in life, my life's mission, my life's journey. And so why not have this podcast called Actions? It was also my opportunity to begin to get back into creating and having conversation that was outside of myself and you know my 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 partner and my sister because pretty much that's that was where I was at for those three months past mom dying um so actions turned into something bigger than I thought it would be we got a spinoff of that called the wine club that I'm producing that's going to be launching in a month or so yeah I think you've you've been posting about that yeah I saw that yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited about that too. And for those who don't know, I was on the Actions podcast a couple weeks ago, so go check that out. I think yes. it was I think it was a really good episode. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I mean, you're really good at like interviewing and being interviewed. And I knew that in advance because obviously I did some research. You yeah. want to prepare for your show, so I was excited about that one. Thanks. I was excited too. I, I, you know, I listened ahead. I, I heard the Curves interview. I was listening the other day to the one with Chris also. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. Yeah. He's uh, he's a good dude. Um, so on that note too, we're talking about the MSQ shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about. We, you mentioned it just slightly. You you're performing mm-hmm. at something indie water i'm so excited i'm so excited i'm not in it i'm excited <laughs> just for it to happen are you going oh i'm going yeah you know we're going i'm gonna be there i've got i'm gonna be there representing pfpr okay as well yeah i don't know if i want to talk about what i'm doing with that it's not you know i'm not doing anything like super affiliated uh with that but i'm i'm gonna be out there because it's a okay. big event yeah for those who don't know something indie water that's april 28th 20, 20, yeah, 28, 29th, 30th. That's a week from now. So next weekend at Virginia Beach at the Oceanfront, my home. Yeah. 28th. Shout out to the 757. Shout out to the 757. Waves. Y'all know that's where my heart is. Um, And 16th Street. Do you know the name of the venue? Uh, Family Fun Experience. It's going to be right at the beginning. So the FFX Theater. Right at the beginning of the um, something in the water entrance, I want to say it's 16th Street, but go check, go to go to uh, it's Rudy Walker on Instagram. I've got flyers all over my Instagram page. You'll see the uh, a ton of information there. You can also go to um, at the MSQ, and um, a ton of information is there as well. And yeah, it's out there. I mean, it's about 50 indie artists. So if you're connected to me or Phil or Curbs or anybody else that we've mentioned on this podcast. Or if you just appreciate the indie art scene. There we go. Come yeah. out. I'll tell you how excited I am about it. I'm not going to something in the water. Wow. I'm going to something indie water. I'm not going to that. I didn't buy a ticket. I didn't want to. I'm, I'm locked in on this. So I'm going to be helping Chris run sound. Word. Okay. Doing that too. Okay. Making sure you know it all goes smoothly, and I'm I'm gonna be out there on the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's a big. Did you go to the first something in the water? I didn't. 
it's a you've been to Virginia Beach though. Right? I have. I, I I lived there for um a couple summers back yeah. in college. Yeah. Okay, bet. So you know you know what it is down mm. there. Um, the whole it wasn't like some the the show was like one part of it. Right. The whole like that whole section of the boardwalk, the oceanfront. There was all sorts of like the timberland was out there like the shoe company having like games and stuff sony had a stage i someone checked me on this because i i swear i'm right i don't know but they had like uh i, I swear in 20 what year was that 2019 they had like pop smoke i think i believe so before he popped yeah like um him and who's the other guy polo g Polo G, okay. They were both yeah, there. I think so. That sounds about right. At the Sony stage. Like, people weren't even going to that. And now they're huge. So, it's big. I'm excited. I'm excited to see you. Thanks. Uh, and you were performing with Tayshawn. Yes, yeah. So, can you tell me about how that came together? What's, uh, I haven't heard of Tayshawn before. Yeah, so he's an incredible musician. He's got a really jazzy sound. He actually just dropped an album last week. So, um, go and check that album out, y'all. Um, but... Illa, who is my creative director and owner of the music shop, thought it would be a really good idea to um, have me headline on that day and then have Tayshawn come and join my set. Yeah. Um, so he put us in a group chat, you know, pretty just, I mean, it's just like taking action on it, right? Put us in a group chat and was like, hey, like, he told us about it in advance, but was like, hey, I think you guys should just talk it out. And, and so I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we've been practicing. We actually had our second to last rehearsal on Monday. And, this the set is just crazy man he's got an amazing voice i know my voice is great uh and we just the contrasts in our voices kind of work really well together and we're kind of help we're like helping each other with background vocals on each track so i'm really excited about that set's about 30 minutes uh what day are you performing we're performing sunday april 30th so our show starts it's a brunch show um, and it's starting at 11.30. So get there at 11. Actually, get there really early, honestly, because it's going to be a lot of traffic. So get out there early, but come and get some some brunch and hear us uh, tear the house down on Sunday. I'm so excited. And I think, um, I think since coming to Richmond, not even just since coming to Richmond, but I think the, over the past year. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten a lot more into the Richmond scene, so I don't know if that's necessarily part of it, but there are so many artists I want to see perform Word. at Something Indie Water. Mm -hmm. um, you're one of them for sure. Uh, my friend Khalif Bryant. Okay. He's, I, I saw him perform once before. Yeah. We did this show, Wave Break. I saw him perform once before that, and it was just an open mic thing, and he killed it. But I don't, I don't think I knew how good of a performer he was, too, mm -hmm. until I saw him at the show mm -hmm. that I put on um, with Triple Seven. It, yeah. I'm excited to see him. I think he's performing, oh, man. I'm not even going to say what day, because I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think it's Sunday, though. I, I want to say it's Friday or Saturday. I don't think it's Sunday. So uh, I'm really excited for Different to perform. She's one of, she's one of my favorite artists out of out of Richmond and it's in my probably my favorite like R&B artist I, I shake my head like be like unknowingly with that because she has such a unique sound that's like it's like a cross-section between like hip-hop and pop and trap soul and mumble rap and jazz and like neo soul like I just and and then she's really different pun intended right so like um, I'm really excited for her her set. Honestly, she's picking up a lot of traction around the city in general, so I'm really happy for her. Shout outs, Diff. I'm not sure if you're listening, but, you know, if anybody's listening and you know different, let her know that Rudy shouted her out because I think she's amazing. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to check her out. What, do you know what day she's... She's performing the same day on, yeah. um, on Sunday the 30th. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. And this is, uh, I think this is a big deal for just... And this is a big deal for like the whole like you know like virginia like 804-757-410 because i'm 410 where is that's baltimore i think i might be the only person who's originally from baltimore okay involved which you know shout out to baltimore man richmond's just really embraced me like you know i think you know this i've been making music since 
I was 13 years old with my cousin. I've been a recording artist since I was 13 years old with my cousin, working with him for a couple years. And then my boy, Jeff, shout outs to Jeff, exquisite. And coming to Richmond, I came here for work. And about a year after I started working here, I was like, you know, I'm not doing my music. I'm supposed to be investing in my music. That was always the plan. I went to college so I could invest in my music. I got, you know, that degree so I could invest in my music. I started working and climbing so I could make more money to invest in my music. And I realized I was losing focus of the goal and the mission. And um, so I, I started getting involved. And I want to you know, give a huge shout out to, uh, to Nick at Rasa Records. Uh, Rasa Records is kind of dissolved now, but uh, that was my first. Actually, AJ Joshua, Hannah Atia. Those are my first three people in Richmond who kind of listened to me musically. And um, from that kind of just opened me up to other people. Then I met uh, Nick over at Rossa Records, who I, who I met Tone through, my boy Tone, whose birthday is today. He's been super instrumental in what I'm doing. And then I met um, Illa. And after meeting Illa, I just felt like, I feel like things just completely opened up. He's introduced me to so many people and um, he has a lot of experience, you know, in the in the indie music scene, and he's done a lot for himself. So his advice and his guidance, and in in some areas, his leadership, even, you know, it's been um, it's been great. It's been opening doors. And I was talking to my partner the other night. I was just like, wow, like we were like two years ago. I didn't think that you know we'd be doing what we're doing now, like with the creative stuff. And of course, like, there's still so much work to do, right? But I'm so appreciative of the journey because it's my life's work. Like, it's not like I'm trying to get to the destination tomorrow. Like, in, in regards to the journey, I'm like, wow, like, we've achieved a lot. We've really achieved a lot. So I'm appreciative of the 804 for how much um, everybody's embraced me and, and that I've been working with, so. It's a beautiful thing. It's, yeah. it's funny you bring this up. That's kind of the conversation I had in my head this morning. Mm -hmm. I um, I think it's too early to announce it. I don't know if it's set in stone, but mm -hmm. I just got booked for a show today. So Congrats, I'm bro. In July. Thank there's There'll be more information coming okay. about that. And literally, this was like an hour before the show. Started, so it's too early to say anything. I know. I'm, I'm excited. But um, And I, it just made me think because I, I was biking over here. And I love biking around and just thinking. Mm -hmm. um, what do you feel like for you it was? Because I was in that same position. Yeah. Where I felt like I came to Richmond to, and I chose VCU because of the art scene here. Mm -hmm. My first year, I, I was so uninvolved. I was not involved yeah. at all in as much as I was saying, like, oh, like, I'm doing this. Like, I really wasn't. And even going home for a little while, that came back in 2021. What do you think it was that like changed it for you from where you were doing it, but not connect? Like, yeah. what do you think? When coming to Richmond? After coming to Richmond? Yeah. I think what it really boils down to is that as a human being, you get put in a new environment, right? Mm -hmm. You really need to acclimate to that environment first, get your footings. Yeah. And then everything else just falls in line. So for me, I really think it was just like, you know, I grew up in Baltimore and I didn't leave Baltimore until I was in my early 30s, right? Full disclosure, I'm 37 years old, so I've been at this for a while now. But like, as a 30-something mid-career, moving to a new city, I was also married at the time. You wanna get yourself straight, you wanna get your spouse set up, you wanna get your house in order you want to get your doctors all set up, right? Yeah. You want to get your footing on like, just the lay of the land. Coming from Baltimore, East Baltimore, like knowing where you live is really important. Knowing what's next to where you live is really important because it could be a matter of life and death. So there's a certain level of PTSD for some people as well. And I think even without that PTSD element, like you really just got to get your footing and so it's easy to lose, lose sight of, okay, this was my goal when I was home and I was in this groove of doing things. When I was in my familiar element and now I'm in this new environment, it's easy to lose focus of the goal. But the strong, they survive, right? And they remember like, oh, 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 this wasn't a part of the plan. 
and then you you kind of get back to business as usual and you find your people that's going to make it happen for you and help you achieve the goals it's true yeah i think um that like you said um finding people it did take me a minute to i think get a lay of the land out mm-hmm. here um but getting involved i think is with other people is is the only way because i was thinking about that like 2018 Mm-hmm. I moved here. I came up for school 2019. Mm-hmm. I think I I would sit in my room and I'd make songs and put them out and do promo. Right. Think like that was enough. Mm-hmm. It's not. I like people. You, you gotta so have to get involved. And I think it's scary sometimes that it seems like even like every day like a, a million new people decide to become an artist. So I think that was scary for a little bit until you realize that also means like anyone can make it too, because you see just anyone out here doing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that a little bit. I don't think everybody can make it. You don't. I think I think there are mil- yeah there are a million artists out there, but there are also 900 and I'm just throwing some shit out there to be metaphorical or whatever or, or symbolic. There, there are 900 999,000 people who don't lead with their why. And like people are just doing shit just to do it. Like, people are doing stuff just to do it. And um, and I don't think it's intentional. I think that, and, and when I say there are a million out there and then and I, I don't mean that there's just one and I'm that one. What I'm saying is that there are very few people who are leading with their why and really leading with their mission in life. I think it's important to take a look at your life, all the things that you love, all the things that you're passionate about, passionate about and start to put language towards it and start to use that language to communicate that in every single thing that you do. Um, there's a great like author, sociologist, I'm calling him a sociologist because I think he understands so, uh, social dynamics really well, and, um, and uh, creative, Simon Sinek. I don't know if I mentioned he was an author. He talks a lot about the why. And it's like when you start leading with your why it's so much easier for you to do what you're supposed to be doing. And the reason why it's so difficult for a lot of people is because your why is attached to that passion part of yourself, completely different part of the brain than when we're used to. Not, Not a part of that executive part of the brain, it's a part of the feeling part of the brain. And you know, you can't really put language to that so easily. If I were to ask you why you love your girlfriend, you would rationalize all these things that don't really relate to why you love her because it's hard to say why, like truly, right? And that's why it's so difficult, I think, for people to truly have sustaining careers. You take a look at Beyonce, she leads with her why, and people follow her. You take a look at, and I'm gonna stick with entertainment for now, you take a look with Drake, he leads with the why, and every single thing that he do, he does, he's the lover boy. Every single thing that he does speaks to that. He loves the ladies, he's truthful about the fact that he's not gonna be settling down anytime soon. You know what I mean? He's honest. He speaks to their feelings. He loves them. He just gets them, right? And that's his brand, and it's built on everything. And I would go so far as to say that's truly who he is. And that's why he's so successful. You take a look at any great person in history, Martin Luther King Jr., he wasn't solely responsible for the change that happened during the civil rights era. It was the people who follow him. He He was the why, they were the how. So when you have that why so established, there'll be people who want to follow you and help you with the how. Because the why person is the visionary, yeah. right? They've got these grand ideas. We, we just sat and talked about all the great ideas we have. It's probably a lot more difficult for us to um, always execute them the way that we envision. And that's when we need the how people. And not a lot of people want to find that because of ego, because of trauma, been burned before, because fuck everybody forget everybody get money sorry about that <laughs> no i'm not supposed to agree it's okay. <laughs> um please don't cancel this <laughs> forget everybody get money uh you know so like yeah yeah you gotta leave with the why i that's that's a good point i, I hope people i'm sorry are listening. uh it's it's not i don't know who's moderating this or not um, all I know is that's what they told me. But what you said is is a really good point. And I, I hope people listen to that who are listening in because that's really important. I, I, I think, you know, I can do a better job of doing that. But I do think 
when I focus on why I do what I do, I, I feel like I am for the independent artists and also for my city, which is Virginia Beach. I love Richmond. I love being here. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's a 757. That's, you know, that's where I'm from. So I try to focus on that. But that, that's a, that's something I'm going to take with me. That's that's a thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Man. Um, I'm going to get you the book, too. Yeah. yeah what's, what's the name of the book? Oh, don't worry about it. I'll get it for you. Let's be my treat for you. Thank you. I got you. Let's uh, let's get into a song real quick. I'll let you pick. I, I got three. I got four up here. I'll let you pick. We got I Want to Love You, Favorite Person, Streaming All Your Love, and Fall. Well, I just looked at my favorite person, so let's go with Favorite Person. <laughs> when you blush, is the color of rose. Making you laugh, it keeps me on my toes. When I went through, I'm so intoxicated. I hope you know. You're my favorite Love like that I ever had Compared to you, the rest are trash I'm surprised it took this long To get you within my arms Let's make up at the time we were lost And let's ride in the galaxy <laughs> Favorite person Can you tell me a little bit about that song? Yeah, I could tell you about that Like I said before, um my my love journey has been full of ups and downs, trauma, and just craziness. Um, and I feel like I finally, back in, on January 4th of 2020, met this incredible human being who just really kind of changed my outlook on relationships. I was, I was separated from my ex. I was pretty sure I was going to get divorced. But also was like, you know what? I want to be outside. Everything that I was starving for in that relationship, I wanted to feel it. I wanted to do it. I wanted to try it out. And I was really content on just being a bachelor for maybe like 10 years. Honestly, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a bachelor for 10 years. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a meet new men. I'm going to meet new women. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do it all, right? Mm -hmm. And I met, you know, my partner, my now partner, and we were hanging out and I didn't want to confuse things for him. So I was like kind of putting the pause early on, but I didn't want to, I knew I wanted, I knew I wanted to explore it. And then the pandemic happened. And so it low key forced us to kind of be each other's persons. I mean, the world's ending, why not spend it with someone? That's <laughs> right. And then I realized like, I'm also on this healing journey, right? And I had these thoughts at one point, like, okay, dude, should I be on this healing journey and be with someone? Everyone would say no, right? But this was a really unique point in history and time. Like yeah. the last time something like this happened was what the bubonic plague or something like that. Something like that. So it was a really unique moment in time that we don't have a lot of, I guess, research on. Yeah, there's not a lot of research. So you know, one might say, all right, y'all were trauma bonding, but I've also been able to heal and grow. They say trauma bonds are the strongest. Right. So, you know. But I, I've been able to heal and grow as an individual and change my, my way of thinking, evolve my way of thinking, I'd say, and still grow this really great, fulfilling relationship. Like the most fulfilled I've been in a relationship ever. To the point where I literally like, came out on social media, which I never saw myself doing. Like I always, you know, I'm, I was born in 85, yeah. 37 years old. Like, you know, my early twenties were in the early 2000s, right? The 2010. So like, it was different back then. Like you keep, you keep it to yourself. Um, you, you be discreet. And I just really appreciate like what people like yourself, like you're, I don't want to call it your generation, but because we're still a part of the same generation, I believe. <laughs> so, like, what you guys are doing and, like, how it's just, like, be yourself. Like, it's all good. It's all love. And so I'm really inspired by people who are, like, 19 to, to 27. Like, because you guys see everyone for who they are, and it's, it's all good. That's true. I think, I well, I think it, it, there are so many generations of people that I feel like to get to that point but I think there's so much I feel like my generation like or people like my age like there's so much to worry about it feels like mm -hmm. that 
who someone is, what they do. It, it's like so minimal. Right. I and I've maybe that's just me. Maybe that's sorry. I stands on it. I, I like it, it. It doesn't. It's never been an issue for me. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I think. To be honest, I think it's never really been an issue for a lot of people. But we're we have, as a human race, we have a herd mentality. Yeah. So because a select few have this mega microphone and. Bad people can also lead with their why. Yeah. And get followers. Hitler, Donald Trump, right? Mussolini. These are all people who led with their why and convinced a ton of people that some bad stuff was right. Yeah. And so I think in regards to how LGBTQIA people are treated and marginalized in their multiple intersectionalities, it's all because of a select group of horrible people have had this megaphone leading with their why, having people to execute on the how, uh, helping them create a narrative of these people are bad, which creates a lot of insecurities within people, like internalized self-hate. But I think times are changing. For sure. I think if you look at like humans, like overall, I feel like we're very like team based like beings and that's always been an issue for like in every regard that we could be like race religion orientation everything like that i mean is that's the cause i feel like of so much conflict just like look at even people who are just you know sports fans like people fight like badly like it's uh i and i feel like that's part of it too and i feel like we've everyone's been breaking down the walls of that to mm-hmm. we're all like the same team and i feel like that's just what we're coming to i think the pandemic helped when you have that moment of pause like that yeah it's forcing you to kind of look and reevaluate and say to yourself okay what's really important what's really not important but um the other piece to that is like for a long time we lived in this binary world everything's been binary like zero one left right black white even when you think about race relations the topic of the conversation in a place like america where it's a the big one of the biggest melting pots in the world we talk about black and white we've got asian people and then when we get within asian people we have an array there you know what i mean we've got people from south america here we got people that are from australia here we got you know all types of creeds and, and nationalities and religions and we are binary on the topic of homosexuality. It's always been gay and straight. Yeah. But when you think so about it, oh, there's so much more. You know, when you think about relationships, in a relationship, not in a relationship, there are people, have you, we've been watching, uh, and this is not, we're not getting paid for this plug, but TLC, <laughs> the uh, brother husbands. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What, what is that? I've, so like it's oh, a spinoff no, no. of Sister Wives. It's um, it's like two dudes dating the same girl. Like, yes. My girlfriend we were watching some clips of this. That's crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, I know some people who have been in like a throuple situation. My mom. My mom had two boyfriends at once, living in the same house. Like, so for me to it's have this unorthodox way of air quote unorthodox way of living is nothing, because I've seen it. You know. Yeah. I think it's that's interesting and I feel like we're gonna see more of that like um on TV and stuff you know like because that's something I feel like I don't like I don't see a lot of that on gaming but I I've seen it in real life it's there it's just so much content and everything's fair this technological is based off algorithms so it's all about what you what you begin to consider the minute you watch one show but that's the other piece. I mean, like, obviously, if you're straight cisgender man, you probably don't want to watch a TV show that's n- maybe not about that. <laughs> that's valid. And that's fair, right? Because we watch what we we want to mirror or what, you know, we see because we search for that representation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it is representation out there for anybody that wants to learn more, like, it's stuff out there. Yeah. Definitely. All right, and... I want to, we're running a little low on time, so I want to make sure we touch on this. You've got a new song coming. Can you tell us about that? So the name of the song is called Love Stuck. This love is stuck on ya, stuck on you. And that's coming out May 19th. I'm really excited about that track, um, mainly because I'm able to push it, you know? Yeah. Um, 
prayerfully nothing tragic happens between now and the release of love stuck um so that it can be pushed i have a plan um you know i've got energy behind it and this is really marking the beginning of more music coming out people are always like when are you releasing an album or an ep when are you releasing new music okay so we're releasing new music by, by this time next year there'll be at least 10 songs out that's exciting so more music is coming out and it's beginning with love stuck so i'm excited to hear it yeah yeah i'll i'll, I'll let you get an advanced listen oh <laughs> i'm all for it and uh once it's out maybe we can have you back on and this is the one you were saying you, you were using some ai to help uh-huh with all this stuff that's cool and i meant to say during that um i the cover like for the episodes i've been doing like mm-hmm. the background cover that i've been doing ai from mm-hmm. because it's just so much faster nice you have an idea i've gotten better with these prompts and stuff the prompts are where it's at yeah now they just need some ai plugins to speed up video editing mm-hmm. once it's it's i'm telling you that that is the market bad all right then another song came on pause that for a moment we'll wrap it up this um is there anything else you want the people to know coming up yeah i just for the song or just in general in general yeah so i think you know it's really important that we lead with our why and everything that we do i think it's important that we show compassion to one another i think that it's important that we have patience with the people in our lives and the new people that we meet and i think that we should continue on personal development journeys for the rest of our lives i think when we're doing those things we are actually being human uh that's what i believe so i like that all right well this has been full food public radio with rudy walker thanks for coming thanks for having me all right and we're gonna we're gonna send it off with i want to love you see you next week (laughs) 